0: Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly.
1: Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I'm Jen Mertland and I am here with my constant opponent, Monica Weekly.
0: Wow, the crowd goes crazy.
1: Each episode, we choose a different real estate topic to battle about and we go toe to toe arguing our differing opinions.
0: As always though, our number one goal is to help you, the fearless realtor, to find a path that feels authentic to you then you can feel confident as you build your business and ultimately the life you are dreaming about. So today, Jen, today you and I are going to throw it down on this topic. We're going to talk about should buyers always take occupancy at closing or should we do this whole little game where the sellers get to stay in it a couple days afterwards?
1: Why don't you start,
0: Monica? <laughs> I think you're going to know where I'm going to come do. from here today. All right. I'm putting on my broker's hat. Now, I'm not a broker. Let me make sure. I only play one on t- on podcasts. So <laughs> if I had my broker's hat on and just the reality of my experience over 16 years, there's nothing but headaches that come from confusing a deal with pre and post occupancy. Headache, headache, headache. You don't know about insurance, you don't know about liability, you don't know about the condition of the house. I mean, sure, the contract says one thing, but there's just too many moving parts, too many things to go wrong. Now you have this incredible experience that you just put together for your buyers or your sellers, and it ends poorly. It's just a recipe for disaster, Mert. Aw, is a transaction hard, Monica? <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're going to keep this one clean. Listen. This one clean.
1: <laughs> Listen, from a listing agent perspective, I say, yes, the sellers should always have post-occupancy. That's the way it was done before. And then we muddled it up with this occupancy at closing crap. And then half the time, the damn buyers don't close on the deal. And then the sellers are stuck having vacated the property and I mean, if we're going to have occupancy at closing, we need a more ironclad contract to make
0: sure they freaking close. You sound like a historian. Have you gone back to days of old when <laughs> we used to? I've I actually, know.
1: I've been studying a lot of history lately, so maybe it's in my
0: language. I like it. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I'm Listen, just saying, they did used to do it. Look, I get it. It's convenient for the seller, but it's look, not only convenient.
1: It's just that. I mean, we have this contract, at least in in Ohio, that the buyers can get out for basically it feels like any reason and they control everything. Well, the sellers, you know, it's their house until the buyers buy it. And then I understand it's the buyer's house, but mm-hmm. they need time to move. Like, why should they move before the people even own it?
0: Oh, it's moving hard.
1: It actually is right. super hard. Is. And you're going to experience thing- that next month. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Well, all right. Well, wait till I tell you about that. Anyway, at the end of this, I'll tell you about that. (laughs) Right. Moving is inconvenient. Moving is hard. The entire contract process is based on faith that the other party is going to hold up their end of the bargain. What we're talking about here is liability and headaches and basically just what the contract says.
1: I mean, the contract can say whatever we put in it, right? Whatever the buyers and sellers agree to. Right. But I think that I I understand where you're coming from. And if the sellers have shown a, a history of being in that house without destroying it, we're having a lot of sellers these days that have been in the house like 15 or 20 years. It is going to take them more than two seconds to move out, and they're going to be very nervous about the process. And often the, the buyers back out of the contract or they can't, for some reason they can't close. And so it's like, then what happens to the sellers?
0: They just often, get often, often buyers back out of your contracts. I'm just saying that, that sounds often. like a challenge. I'm
1: more of a <morbid laughs> listing agent. Uh-huh. The buyers, mm-hmm. your people. How,
0: how many buyers back out of a, of a client or a contract of yours on the, in the 11th hour? How many in the last 12 months?
1: I don't know. Not many. Probably not many. Right. But it does happen. Sure. It does. It can. So, why should the seller be penalized when that does happen?
0: No. Or, you know what they do
1: in Canada? They do not put the property in pending status until all of the contingencies are released. Now, Now that's something we should think about.
0: Now, that's an idea. Uh, You and I would have nothing to battle over on that. (laughs) Right. Exactly. We should be able to continue to market the property. Wow, the buyer does his his due diligence or her due diligence.
1: And whoever releases the contingencies first with an acceptable contract wins.
0: Oh, it's like a race to the contingency release. Right. I like
1: it. And then everybody's happy. Yes. But do you know what prompted? Because they did used to, I think the sellers used to get like up to 30 days. Do you know why that changed?
0: Yes, likely because it's irresponsible and there are problems and headaches. Or we just don't trust each other anymore. That is a big piece of that, isn't it? What's happening? What
1: is happening to us? Let's just do a group hug. Can't we all just get along? Let's go back to our corners and do uh, our own hugs, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) 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 Let's take a short break and hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll have the final punches.
0: Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world eXp Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about eXp Realty. Welcome back. Before Jen and I ring the bell for the final round, I want you to know we took this question to the streets. Well, not really to the streets, to the Facebook streets. We took <laughs> it to so Facebook funny. and we asked a bunch of agents to weigh in. And oh my gosh, we got a lot of interest on this one. A lot of people have. I feel very strongly, I believe it's because of past experiences, we've all had them so people kind of, uh, their hackles go up on this one. I would say without a doubt, this was general consensus was it's a headache. It's more of a headache. I mean, some of it was, it depends, but most people were like, nope, keep it clean. It's a headache. In other words, they agree with me, Jen. Okay. That <laughs> <makes my mind. laughs> All right. One of my favorite responses was from Susie Cree Susie, hey, Susie, thank you for participating. She says, I don't like it, but I have a seller client that will almost need post-occupancy, uh, post-closing occupancy. They have animals to move. She says, three goats, a pony, ducks, and chickens. You wow. know what? I'm going to go with Susie on that. I think they almost will need that. They will.
1: I mean, and to your point, Monica, it absolutely depends on what the buyers and sellers agree to, what the situation is, what they want. I mean- in general, though, I think that it that the sellers should have some time after closing to move out.
0: I just don't here's the irony. Can I tell you the irony of this whole thing? Oh yes, please. <laughs> this one's gonna make me feel this is gonna make me look like a fraud. But here's the thing. As a real estate agent, I just gave you my opinion. Now, completely different. I'm a seller. I've just Sharon and I just sold our house. And I asked for five days post occupancy. Why did you do that, Monica? <laughs> because we have goats and chickens and a 12 year old to move. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we have three dogs and we want to. Oh, you to- only have three? Yeah, Jeez. I know, I know. I mean,
1: that's the thing. It's like, I understand it from the buyer's perspective. They want, when they own the house, they want to be able to move their stuff. I also understand it from the seller's perspective. It's like, well, the deal's not done until it's done and we own it until it's done. And why should I make any moves until it's freaking done? Because I'm not guaranteed
0: anything. Well, that's true. However, my decision as a seller was not based on doubt of the buyer at all, not even in the slightest. It was strictly based on convenience for me. I had. I have no doubt that that buyer is delivering. I feel good. the The contract has been met the entire. But you week. don't
1: actually know until it's done because nothing no. is done until it's done.
0: That is a true statement. I might get a tattoo that says that
1: on your face.
0: <laughs> yes, across my
1: forehead. <laughs> on your neck. Don't do
0: it. All right. All right. I guess that's going to have to be the end. It felt uneventful of today's battle. Well, it's a great topic though, and I think. All right, let's do this. Let's, let's go off the board a little bit here. Let's close out by just pieces of advice if you are an agent looking to do a delayed occupancy. So Or early. Or occup- early or whatever. Let's just empire. talk about what agents should be thinking about if they got to go this route.
1: Jen? Well, I know like one of the best tips, if you have to do it, our board, and I'm sure the other ones, they actually have, well, it's in the contract, but then of course our boards want to have a thousand pieces of paperwork. So there is another piece of paperwork. And depending on how long it is, you certainly want to clarify not only the date, but the actual time.
0: Totally. Because
1: the buyers may be under the assumption it's like eight in the morning and the sellers may be under the assumption that it's 1159 that night. And so when you're dealing with movers, You need to know. And then also clarify that the sellers, if it's post-occupancy, that they're going to be like continuing to pay utilities and what happens if something goes wrong or needs to be fixed or whatever.
0: Yes. I think that's the best advice is we as agents sometimes get lazy on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two days, no big deal. Well, so much can go wrong, which is why this created such kind of a little buzz in our discussions on the street. So much can go wrong that yes, you should have that post occupancy closing document from your board. I'm I'm almost certain they have one because it outlines liability, insurance, gives you an opportunity to say who's going to hold the utilities, what time should the key. That's a great point. Should the key be sent over? I just think don't get lazy on that. Treat it very uh, specifically and very detailed so that all parties are really crystal clear. I mean because. If I don't know if I store stuff in my a house early and something happens to it, yeah, I need to release the seller of that liability, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. All right. It's going to have to be, I think, the end of our battle today, Monica. Do you think there was a knockout today? Is Monica on the ground as usual or am I on the ground this time (laughs) for once?
0: (laughs) Go to our Facebook page, comment, vote. Who do you think won today's toe-to-toe battle?
1: All right. I hope you enjoyed the battle today. And thank you for listening to our toe-to-toe podcast. Please make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can get updates on new episodes when they're available. And we truly love your feedback. Appreciate all your likes, reviews. And if you have a suggestion for future topics, please reach out. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Monica. See ya.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.